0: Hello and welcome to the Sven Stefan's audio experience. Today I've got a daily devotional for you. I hope that it's going to help you in your walk with God today and inspire you to follow Him every day. Thank you for listening. Hello everybody and uh, welcome to another daily devotional with me. Um, doing it late live today on Thursday night, but trying to stay consistent. Uh, that's the key. And so today we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 17. Uh, verses 10 through 227. So it's going to be a good time, good fun. We're going to go through this together for the first time, and uh, it's going to be great. And so what we're going to do is we're going to have a short scripture reading, then we're going to jump into a devotional thought, whatever stands out to me, and then we're going to pray. I'd love to pray for you. And um, if there's anything that stands out to you, from the scripture reading, not by what I said, but from the scripture reading. Don't you want to drop in the comments? Our community can read it, see it. I'd love to respond and see what's going on in your world. Um, so I'm going to dive right in. And today it's from Matthew chapter 17. So uh, let's let's just read God's word together and uh, yeah, see what he has to say to us. So Father, we just thank you that we can come together this evening that we can come together and we can hear from you. We can hear your word. I pray that your word would produce faith in us. I pray that you would lead us and guide us and you would help us to see what you want us to do. Give us revelation of Jesus. In your name I pray, Father. Amen. Amen. So I always like to pray before I read so that I'm focused and ready to hear. So this is what, what um, Matthew writes about. Then his disciples asked him, Why do the teachers of religious law insist that Elijah must return before the Messiah comes? Jesus replied, Elijah is indeed coming first to get everything ready. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, but he wasn't recognized. And they chose to abuse him. And in the same way, they will also make the Son of Man suffer. Then the disciples realized that, He was talking about John the Baptist. At the foot of the mountain, a large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures and suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't heal him. Jesus said, you faithless and corrupt people, How long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Then Jesus rebuked the demon and the boy and had left him. And from that moment, the boy was well. Afterward, the disciples asked Jesus privately, Why couldn't we cast out that demon? You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth. If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible. After they had gathered in Galilee, Jesus told them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed at the hands of his enemies. He will be killed, and on the third day he will be raised from the dead. And the disciples were filled with grief. On their arrival in Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax came to Peter and asked him, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, Peter replied. Then he went into the house, but before he had a chance to speak, Jesus asked him, What do you think, Peter? Do kings tax their own people, or do the people or the people they have conquered? They tax the people they have conquered, Peter replied. Well, then, Jesus said, The citizens are free. However, we don't want to offend them. So go down to the lake, throw in a line, Open the mouth of the first fish you catch, and you will find a large silver coin. Take it and pay the temple tax for both of us. Listen, that is absolutely a profound story. I love that. I don't know if at this point Jesus is actually just taking the mickey, if he's just playing around. I mean, just go go catch a fish. Just go down and catch a fish, and inside there is going to be a tax for you and for me. I mean, he could have done it in any way, but... I assume probably he was trying to communicate something to Peter, but I just read that with a lot of human. I think what Peter must be thinking when he's throwing in the line is like, "Oh, I can't believe I'm doing this." But the part that I really want to highlight and and what jumped out to me, and it's 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 something that is consistently standing out to me. It's almost like a theme for my walk with God, and I'm thinking it'll probably be resonating with you as well. Where Jesus said. Move. You can move a mountain from here to there if you have enough faith. Nothing would be impossible. And that's why I also got this here. Nothing is impossible. Because when God is in the equation, nothing is impossible. And it comes to this interesting story where Jesus has got his... Um, these people that are on the, they're coming down the mountain, he's coming down the mountain and these people come to him and this, this, this father is concerned because his son is going through all sorts of trauma. And I mean, can you imagine your own child going through that kind of trauma possessed by a demon? It, it's trying to kill him, damage him, hurt him. And he brings them to the, to the disciples of Jesus. And they're like, they just couldn't do it. And here Jesus is, and they say, why? And Jesus simply tells them, you don't have the faith for it. You just, You can't do it because you don't have the faith. I think in other Gospels, it also says, like, this kind only comes out through prayer and fasting. But here we find that Jesus says you don't have enough faith. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, which is interesting because that's one of the smallest seeds you can find in garden, like garden trees, garden plants, and Yet it becomes such a large tree. But if you if you have the like faith the size of a must, it's like a teeny tiny little bit of faith, you can say from to this mountain be moved from here to there. Now I'm not suggesting that Jesus is saying like you can move Table Mountain from like Cape Town to like Johannesburg. But I think it's like like large things would move, like impossible things would be possible. That's why it says nothing would be impossible. And man, this is like this hits home to me because I find the biggest struggle I have is not believing in God. It's not believing in Jesus. My biggest struggle is often, do I believe that God can do what he says he can do through scripture? And for me, that's the biggest struggle is where his word says, I'm going to provide for you because I'm your father. And then we go through difficulties of financial provision, and we start wondering, can he, will he, does he want to, is he able, or like I think he can, but does he want to do it right now, around sickness, around opportunity, uh, around wanting to see a great ministry come to pass. And for me, like there's something that stands out to me in, in what Jesus says and later on. Not in chapter 17, but much later on. He says, when the Son of Man comes back to the earth, will he find faith? And that's a question that keeps on going around my mind. And today I really think I just want to stop on that and go, how's your faith? I think what's encouraging is that Jesus says, you only need a little bit of faith. And I've heard other people say that like faith is like a switch. You decide to have faith. It's not just like, you know, it comes naturally. It's not like something that just comes natural to people. But we actually decide, I'm going to believe God, and I'm going to align myself to that. I actually heard a message today that was preached, where a guy said, like, Abraham believed God at His word. like, Cool God, if you think I'm going to, if you say I'm going to have a son, I'm going to believe you. And I think it's just us coming back to the simplicity of even though things seem impossible to us you know, opportunities are impossible, provision is impossible, healing is impossible. Even though those things can seem impossible to us, could we just take a step back and go, wait, if God says he can, then I'm going to believe that he will. And if that's something that he's speaking into your life today, maybe there's some area of your life, some area of your faith that's like a bit damaged, but but today all you need is a little bit of faith. And I want to encourage you Today, just to flick that switch on on the inside and start talking differently to it, about the situation. You know, so when, when you catch yourself saying, ah, this is never going to change, I'm not good enough, I don't know if other things are going to happen, to actually have that faith switch, go, you know, I'm going to believe God, I'm going to keep praying, I'm going to keep seeking God, I'm going to seek God like I know God can, maybe get around people with faith. And just in that way, you know, switch on the faith that you have, the little bit that you have and start deciding to believe God. And I, I think we're going to see incredible things happen in God's time in our world. And I know that faith is one of the most important things to Jesus. And so I hope that that will help you today. It's not about believing in Jesus, but believing Jesus. And these are questions and things that I have with myself all the time. I wrestle with myself on the big things that we want to do as a, you know, in our church and in our ministry and see revival and all that. These are huge, huge things. And we've come through so many big things already as a church. And so I know that God has done it in the past. I can continue to believe him for it in the future. Um, and so my question is, maybe you can let me know in the comments, like what do you believe in God for? What can I pray for you for? About that, that can maybe you can see faith rise up in your life and see God come through. Um, I'm going to leave it there. Let me pray for us. Father God, I thank you so much for your incredible grace. I thank you for your word, Lord, your word that actually reveals in our own life where we fall short, where we fall short in our own faith. Father, we are. You know, we will humble ourselves. We don't have all the answers, and we're often struggling through weakness. But, God, I pray that you would increase our faith. You will give us boldness. You will give us courage. You will help us to exercise mustard seed faith, teeny-tiny faith that believes not just in you, but believes that you have the ability to do what you say. And so, God, even though it seems impossible, we believe that nothing is impossible for you. So we commit all, I commit all these things to the people that are watching and listening and in my own life. And I ask you, father, help us to have faith that will move mountains in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Guys, thanks so much for watching. I appreciate you guys watching online live. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. I feel like I'm not alone. Um, it's, you know, half past nine on a Thursday night. Um, Thanks so much for being with, uh, I'm going to close it out and I'm going to see you again tomorrow and we're going to finish the week strong. Let's go. Thank you for taking time to listen to this daily devotional. I honestly hope that it has been helpful to you. And listen, if it has been, would you consider subscribing uh, to the podcast and maybe sharing this episode if you think there is someone else in your life that it could benefit. Um, But yeah, I wish you all the best today. Have an awesome one.